When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, one and all, to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert, and I... I tell you what, I had just a wonderful holiday weekend. Now, depending on your beliefs, I hope you either found the Afikoman, the Easter egg, or top-secret Ukrainian war plans. This morning, just this morning, right? This, the White House held its annual Easter egg roll. It's a tradition going back over a century to when children were invited to search for treats in Chester A. Arthur's mutton chops. <laughs> President Biden kicked off the festivities with uh, beloved holiday character Al Roker. And <laughs> with Al, Biden dropped some hints about 2024. I was just wondering, uh, uh, Mr. President, uh, will you be uh, taking part in the Easter egg rolls uh, after planning on after 2024? Well, I plan on <laughs> at least three or four more Easter egg rolls. At least three or four more. Maybe, maybe five. Maybe five. <laughs> maybe, maybe six. So what the hell? Are you know. are you saying that uh, you would be uh, taking part in uh, our upcoming election in 2024? Well, I'll either roll an egg or you know being the, the good, you know the guy who's pushing them out. That's right. That's right, Jack. I got big Easter news. Joe Biden can lay eggs. <laughs> Easy as pie. No, I push him right out the cloaca, okay? <laughs> Serve him up scrambled or sit on him for a while, raise a beautiful flock of little baby Joes. Peep, peep, peep. <laughs> Point is, I am mentally fit to once again run for president of the United States. <laughs> What's going on? Where's Jill? Marco, Jillo. <laughs> but it's not all. <laughs> but it's not all log lawn games and high fructose corn syrup for the executive branch right now. On Thursday, we learned leaked top secret Pentagon documents on the Ukrainian war had suddenly appeared on social media. It's shocking, but not the first time classified battle intel was leaked on social media. Who can forget the 2003 MySpace post? Ermagerd Saddam Hussein. Doesn't really hurt Ermagerd Dees. We still don't know. We still don't know the origin of the leak, but a big clue is that in addition to being posted on Twitter, it showed up on Telegram, a platform with more than half a billion users that is widely available in Russia. Of course, Russia's biggest social media platform is Potato. <laughs> but. Telegram wasn't the first place the documents popped up. They actually first appeared in March on the video game chat platform Discord. 
As one investigator put it, this stuff was sitting in a Minecraft Discord server for a month, and no one noticed. So national secrets were on a video game chat. Turns out the nuclear launch codes were up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A, start. The feds... The feds are desperately trying to figure out who the leaker is. One, one clue here. These, these leaked pages aren't electronic files, but rather photos of crumpled documents as if they had been hastily folded up and shoved into a pocket before being removed from a secure location. That's it? <laughs> the technology was put in pocket? The movies make stealing national secrets look so much harder. Get ready for the new Tom Cruise thriller, Mission Impossible. Wait, I just shoved it in my pants. <laughs> I just... I just realized I did the last three jokes without my glasses on. I wonder why this job was so hard. So, big-time yikes for the executive branch, but if it makes them feel any better, the judiciary is a disaster right now. Case in point, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas... (laughs) ...seen here after the photographer said, let's do a fun one. (laughs) And new reporting reveals that over many decades, Clarence Thomas has secretly accepted luxury trips from a major GOP donor... Wow, I can't believe Clarence Thomas did something inappropriate, said a woolly mammoth reanimated after being frozen in the Siberian permafrost. (laughs) The GOP donor funding all these trips is Texas real estate billionaire Harlan Crow, seen here quietly and firmly reminding himself that it was definitely a deer you hit last night, Harlan. Crow's relationship with Justice Thomas was more than just a few voyages on the SS money bags. These luxury trips happened virtually every year for more than two decades, including trips around the world on Crow's super yacht, flying on Crow's G5 jet, and visits to Crow's various estates, including one in the Adirondacks, which has a three-boat garage. Well, yeah, a busy family's got to have three boats. What if the kids sleep late and miss the school yacht? (laughs) Thomas clearly... (laughs) It's all about education. These people love education. Now, uh, Justice Thomas clearly spends a lot of time with Crow because that same resort features an actual painting showing the two smoking cigars with conservative operatives under a statue of a Native American man praying for a flash flood. In response to all this, Justice Thomas has explained that this was all just a misunderstanding, saying he was advised by colleagues that, quote, this sort of personal hospitality from close personal friends who did not have business before the court was not reportable, adding, now I gotta get back on deck before we lose that golden hour sun, hashtag yacht life, hashtag some like it yachts. Thomas insists these gifts from Crow don't count because of their personal relationship, saying, we have been friends for over 25 years. Okay, but you've been on the Supreme Court for 31 years. Oh, it's not a bribe. He's my friend. Oh, how'd you guys meet? Uh, he was bribing me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
So, okay, I'll bite. He's your close personal friend that you know everything about. So I guess it would be really embarrassing to learn that Harlan Crow has a collection of Adolf Hitler artifacts and Nazi memorabilia, including two paintings by Hitler. Ladies, take note. That is a red flag. <laughs> you never want to have to tell your gal pals. So I finally spent the night at Todd's. Um, it was good, but he's got this really intense gaming setup and two paintings by Hitler. Should I text him back? <laughs> or what do I do? Crow also has a display of swastika embossed linens. Yeah. Yeah. It all comes with the Monsters of History fine dining set. You get the Nazi napkins, the pole pots and pans, and the Osama bin Ladel. And it's... Act now. But for all of that, it's not just the judicial branch. The legislative has its share of problems, especially in state legislatures like Tennessee, because after a week of large student-led protests in favor of gun control, the Republican-controlled Tennessee House voted to expel two of the three Democrats who participated in the protest. All right, audience, let's play a little game. No, no, let's play a little game. I'm going to show you the three Democrats. You have to guess which two they kicked out. Let's see. Jimmy, let's put three-tenths of a second on the clock. Go. That's right. It's the two black guys. But the GOP says there's nothing racist about this, explaining uh, the two expel lawmakers, Representatives Justin Jones and Justin J. Pearson, broke the chamber's rules when they led gun reform chants from the House podium with a megaphone. While Representative Gloria Johnson wasn't expelled since she didn't speak into the megaphone. And I think we all know that excuse is pure bull horn. Hey. Now, before his expulsion, I see you. I see you. <laughs> before his expulsion, Representative Jones called out the GOP hypocrisy. For years, one of your colleagues who was an admitted child molester sat in this chamber. No expulsion. We had a former speaker sit in this chamber who is now under federal investigation. No expulsion. We had a member pee in another member's chair in this chamber. No expulsion. That is horrible and unfair. And also, how can you expel him before he tells us more about this pee thing? <laughs> That's... What's going on there? I did not know that. So this is terrible PR for the Tennessee GOP. <laughs> but at least it's also pointless because Justin J. Pearson could be reappointed on Wednesday, right? And Justin Jones is likely to get his seat back today. In fact, we just learned he's already been reappointed to the same damn seat. First day back. We got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Ryan Cox. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. 
Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My first guest this evening is an actor you know from Super Troopers, Troy, and Succession. I think today's the day uh-huh. I'll talk to Sid. Oh, you mean like... Uh-huh. And, uh, Jerry, find out when he's done it. Okay. Carolina. Yes? Jerry is getting the push. Oh, okay. What? Nothing. We'll tell her today, swinging the legals. We can begin to let it seep. Hand cruises around her neck. Sort of incompetence or worse. I think the idea would be that she took her eye off the ball. Clean out the stalls. Strategic refocus. A bit more aggressive. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Brian Cox. Lovely to have you on. I can't imagine anybody I'd rather have on right now because uh-huh. I want a little more Brian Cox. Well, and I'm you know, being denied my Brian Cox. Well, uh, because of last night, uh, something very important occurred to me. There were no last rites. And oh. I thought the only way I can receive any kind of extreme unction is to be with Stephen Colbert, who was a good <laughs> Catholic boy. And he would give me extreme unction. Thank you. Thank you. I can now depart. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to start this interview uh, in a way I rarely do with a spoiler alert to everybody who's watching this. If you haven't seen last night's episode of Succession, pause the show, go watch it, and then come back sometime in the next three days so the ratings (laughs) count for this episode. (laughs) Okay, um, when did you find out that well, Logan Roy was going to die? I, I knew I, I was summoned to head office, and I was given the news uh, that he would be departing. Uh, they didn't say when, did they? No, they didn't. And uh, I said, fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a I, job. It's a job. There's another job. It's uh, you know one of many. I mean, I've done... I think I've done over 209 movies and stuff over the years. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I felt that, uh, and I, you know, listen, it's one of the greatest roles of all time, Logan Roy. You can't knock it. You know, it really has been fantastic. But I, I just knew that it had to come to a close. And I just admired, I admired Jesse Armstrong so much because he, it was a very brave decision. In fact, it was so funny because at the, at the premiere party, he was saying, I'm so sad. It was so sad bringing this to an end. And then I think it was Kieran who shouted, well, it was so sad, why did you end the thing? <laughs> yeah. Writers. And also, uh, writers. <laughs> uh, also, you know, you had to expect it's coming. The show's called Succession. That's right, yeah. You know, there yeah. has to be succession at a certain point. That. 
Okay, but you are, besides being a greatly admired actor, you are a beloved personality for your willingness to speak your mind. How hard was this for you to keep a secret? Oh, I'm hopeless at keeping secrets. I, 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 it was a triumph, an absolute triumph. <laughs> Uh, if I mean, you do say so yourself. Yeah, I mean, it was. I was very proud of myself. I, I, used to, I used to check myself in the mirror and say, well done, Carl. <laughs> really now, well done. I understand you did. There's a, obviously, there's an episode coming up where there's going to be a funeral. Yeah. And just while we're here, I just want to point out that when I mentioned that your character died, you could hear the, oh, across. <laughs> Not everybody here has seen it, and I'm no. so sorry. But you yeah. got to see Brian Cox. Now, so there's a funeral... There's a funeral coming up, and I understand you did something to throw, the, throw people off the set. Well, you know, they're silly buggers, a lot of these people who make these programs. You know what I mean. Anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what happened was that uh, they, 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 they invented this scene that I was to play uh, at the church. I can't remember the church. It was up, uptown, very fancy, big Catholic, you know, church. Yeah. So anyway, uh, what happened was I was on my way to film this scene, and I got the call saying, oh, we're, we're so behind, uh, and it's a scene that will never be used because it's your funeral, so don't come. And I thought, no, I better go. <laughs> I thought, I better go because I know there's going to be a lot of pap paparazzi there. And as sure as eggs, I went there, and as soon as I got out of the car, they started clicking away. So immediately I was able to put off the fact that it was my funeral. Here it is. The Daily Mail actually speculated since you were at the funeral scene that you couldn't be the one who was dead. Exactly. And there was probably Shiv and Tom exactly. who were dead. Exactly. You make a good spot. Well, if, if I hadn't done that, they would have been right in the shit, I tell you. Right. Now, uh, here's, here's the, the, the nice thing I, I love is that it... People love this character, yeah. and, you know, the show's been on uh, four seasons, five years, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Such a cultural impact that the Los Angeles Times wrote an actual obituary for your character. <laughs> Logan Roy, conservative media mogul who shaped contemporary politics, dies at 84. What, what, that, that's, a, that's a fantastic uh, I know. legacy. I know. The, the only thing I'm worried that people might read it and think it's my obituary. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, Okay, so... As you said, it's already the final season of... It's, 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 the, it's the final season of Succession. Um, do you know how the series ends? Yeah. <laughs> Can you whisper it in my ear? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> no, yeah. it's... A, it's, it's a, you know, nobody knew how it was going to end. I mean, even Sarah Snook thought it was... Because she's Australian. So, uh... She thought it was going to be going on. She said, and I said, you know, it's finishing. She said, no, 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 it's not finishing. It'll go on. We'll, we'll do a fifth season. I said, I don't think we will. Wow. <laughs> and she said, no, I, I think we will. I said, I th and so on the very last read-through, she still didn't know the show was going to end. <laughs> wow. Even though she'd been told she oh, was just living told. in denial. She was living in denial, yeah. And Australians batted goodbyes, is that why? Uh, apparently. <laughs> we have to take a quick break, but stick around. We're right back with more Brian Cox, everybody. <laughs> Enjoying this episode of The Late Show Pod Show? Then head to cohst.app slash late show or visit the link in the description to fill out our quick two-minute survey all about getting to know you.
the star of Succession, Brian Cox. We have a clip here from Succession's final premiere party from a few weeks ago. Your uh, wife posted this. Yeah, my wife did this. Could you set that up there? I like I like you dancing to call me maybe. Yeah. Do, 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 do you think the Roys would be a nicer family if they danced together? Yeah. Yeah. The families who dance together stay together. <laughs> Did you do, have you watched the episode? No. You haven't? It's, oh, it's fantastic. It's one of the greatest things ever on television. Really? Then... It's extraordinary. You're not in it, so that's the one knock against it. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I never watch any of it. Really? If I can possibly avoid it, yeah. You... I mean, I've, that's not... Brian, be, behave yourself. Uh, <laughs> there are moments that I've watched. There are scenes I've watched, but I, I don't think I've ever watched the whole episode. Really? Yeah. You... I, I, my view is it's bad enough doing it without having to watch it. <laughs> you should check it out. Brian Cox is in it, and he's really good. Yes. So, so yeah, they I don't, I don't know if you're a fan. Well... Do you watch your... Some people just will not watch their own stuff. I, 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 I always think I look like the elephant man, you know? I, I do. I have this. I, I, it's, I don't know. It's body dysmorphia. I, I kind of. I can't. I can't. I look at myself and I think. Ugh. <laughs> Brian Cox, I want you to know you're a very attractive. Man. Oh. It's true. That's the nicest thing anybody said to me all day. <laughs> okay. So, are are you going to miss playing Logan Roy, or rather, what will you miss about playing Logan? I'll miss Roy? the cast. Yeah. I'll miss the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful crew. We have a crew of, which is phenomenal. We have these camera operators. You know, we used to do, and we didn't do it so much, where we'd do a take for the camera operators. That oh. The operators would get to do, you know, we do, we did what Mark Mylod called a freebie. So we used to do this freebie, which was for the actors. Yeah. And then we would do one for the operators, and they would pick up the most extraordinary things that mm. would get used in the show. It's a real egalitarian show. That's been the great thing about it. Was it easier? Thank you. Was it easier to walk away from Logan Roy knowing that you got that sweet uh, McDonald's voiceover money? Yes. That, that makes up for everything, yes. The funny thing is that I don't know about the people out there, but if you know the commercials I'm talking about here, where at the end you're voicing it and then you go, ba da ba 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 it really sounds like Logan Roy enjoys McDonald's. Well, look at Donald Trump. I rest my case. I prefer not to. Thank <laughs> you very much. And clearly... <laughs> and clearly, Stephen... Clearly, Stephen, you are a man of taste. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. You know that we did the first read-through on the day that Trump was elected of succession? Wow. The first... We all... Everybody ran back after the... Uh, after the read-through to see Hillary be elected. And I kind of knew it wasn't going to happen, so I didn't go. And it didn't happen. And there were a lot of very unhappy people. There were a lot of nervous people during the read-through because of, you know, sure, the election. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. I don't remember... <laughs> I don't remember that. I, I hardly remember it as well. Exactly, <laughs> yes. 
Um, you have the internet in a little bit of a tizzy here because you did a carpool karaoke with oh. Alan Cumming. Yes. And people want to know the question. You know the questions is coming. It's a, it's a tough question, but we ask the tough questions yeah. here. Brian Cox, do you or do you not know who the Spice Girls are? Uh, Can you name any Spice Girls? Uh, Old Spice. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all. I think that's all you need. Yeah. It's, uh... I, I really, I really, it's, they're, they're not quite my generation. Uh, and, and, you know, this idea of tell me what you want, what you really, really want, what you want, what you really, really want, is such a bogus notion, really, quite frankly. <laughs> well, um, delightful to have you on. Thank That's you for lovely, being here. To and, be here. And the last thing I want to ask is, is there anything you want to get off your chest for the last time as Logan Roy? Yeah, I... I just want to get off one thing. Nobody understood him. I feel very sad about Logan. And I think his final, final moment to everybody is a very, very dear and good and kind and sweet and loving off. Succession airs Sundays on HBO. It's Brian Cox, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to the Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Calling all vendors and non-vendors alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar, Braving the Elements. Wherever you get your podcasts.